0: There isn't actually a lot of time to freak out or obsess over a new couch or obsess over a new rug I need to buy. It's really like, what do I need? What can I do? And how can I do this with as much calm and grace and love as possible? Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Ma. Hi, everyone. Welcome, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I wanted to do a solo or a real talk with McLean, moi. Just to kind of recap, I haven't done a solo episode in a couple of months, which has been nice because I love all my interviews and people have had on. But I just wanted to kind of um, regroup and check in during this month of July today, as I'm recording is July 30th. When this airs will be about four weeks from now, the end of August. But I just wanted to tune in because I know this month has been very intense. We've had eclipse season. We've had two eclipses this month: Mercury and retrograde. And you know that can set off a lot of fires. And I've spoken with my friend, uh, Danielle Beinstein, about it uh, last week. And she was saying she has never in all of her years doing this astrology work, psychological astrology work, has she seen an eclipse or just a time in the, the chart of the stars. It has been so intense. And that just said a lot to me. Um, And interestingly enough, I mean, I do feel like I personally have been going through a lot, but it feels very, very positive. I've had uh, a lot of abundance. I've kind of had everything in all the sectors of my life. So actually my challenge has been in being able to hold it all within my nervous system, which can be very challenging. And every day I wake up and kind of look at what is to come during the day, and just try to maximize my space, my expansion. How can I expand a little bit more? How can I kind of open my arms a little bit more to embrace all the goodness that is here, but not lose my mind? So that's been my work this month. And with Mercury in retrograde, you know, we're often told not to sign big deals, not to go into collaborations with people. Be wary of you know signing on the dotted line, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what's interesting is that we were in escrow for the entire Mercury and retrograde uh, this summer. Basically, has been all about finding a house and then buying this house. And we're currently painting today, and contractors there knocking out a couple of closets. And we're hopefully moving in a couple of weeks, which is astounding and something that I did not see on my immediate radar. It's been a long-held dream. We have been in a condo for nine years. It was a loft that slowly over time, we kind of de-lofted and added more walls and doors. And it's beautiful. There have been many pluses to living here. It's been super convenient for our life. My husband's work on the west side of LA, close to so many things and friends And I've also been yearning for years to not live above someone, to have a little patch of grass and a tree for Jemima to play on and with. And now that we have two kids, I really just felt so called to have a little bit more space. But as you know, if you live in Los Angeles, that is very challenging. I mean, to own a house here for many of us is out of grasp or like really... Uh, a hard thing to get where, you know, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee and, you know, kind of took for granted. Like, yeah, I have a house and a yard. Like, that's just what everyone had. And anyway, pluses and minuses to all ways of living. And uh, part of me has really loved living in a smaller space. It's very efficient. Our space is beautiful, big, light windows, a lot of light in here. And. There's a part of me that feels like less wasteful by really living in a space. We definitely live in every corner of our house, um, every square foot of our house or loft we've lived in, and you know, being very mindful about everything we bring into the space since we don't have a ton but now it feels so nice to expand and i'm still in shock that we're going to have a house and you know running running through the house dancing as loud as we want it won't be affecting our downstairs neighbor which if you live in a house you know you don't even think about things like that but when you live in an apartment building or a condo it, you know all these little things and stressors and people's energy and odd people within the community and controlling people within the community it all affects My psyche and um, my ability to really relax in my own space. So, I'm praying for amazing neighbors in our new neighborhood. So far, the ones we've met have been awesome. And we're near the ocean, we're near the woods, which I've been just craving to be in nature. And uh, my husband and I just really lucked out. And it was the first house we saw and it all aligned. And I still don't even know how it's happening, but it's happening. So, anyway. For any of you that are looking to move or to have big changes, you know, sometimes it's just around the corner. And I was so intentional about it. And uh, I worked on manifesting it quite regularly over the past couple of years. And it's interesting in my own journey because in the human design, I'm a non specific manifester. So, I do make new moon lists. I do make lists. I try to vision board, but I always kind of get blocked. And now I understand it's because that's actually not the way that I call in things into my life, which was actually a big sigh of relief because I kept feeling like I was making myself try to implement these tools that just didn't really feel organic in my system. And now I know it's because I don't work that way. But for me, it was really having expanders. If that term resonates with you, it was seeing people that had things I wanted and just to kind of get in the mindset of like, yeah, I want that and not feeling guilty about it. Not feeling greedy about it either or hoarding about it, but just really like, this is something I want. This is something I want for my family, for my kids, for my husband. I want to feel this way in our space. I want to feel this way Around our home, I want to feel in nature. I want to feel connected with that which is greater than me on a daily basis. If we're going to live in LA, because I could live many different places, I really am a nature person. I'm really an introvert. Don't really like to go out much. You know, there's so many wonderful things about Los Angeles that I love. And at the same time, I could like live on a mountaintop. And not really see people and be so happy. But I'm here. We're here. My husband's in the film industry. And I just really feel so excited about this new chapter, a new neighborhood in LA, which as you know, when you live here, moving neighborhoods, moving schools, it's really like moving to a new city. So I'm excited for this new adventure to be in a new part of town with my family of four. And... And just to expand. And that's what it really feels like. The image uh, for this year, I really feel like I have huge wings that just keep extending out to the side and up. It's like every day, just how can I expand and extend and go a little bit more outside of my comfort zone and welcome all that is each day. And now that I'm thinking about it at the new year, and I was thinking what kind of my mantra or my word would be for this year. It was expansion. So that is manifesting and has manifested and continues to do so. And in so doing, I've definitely had a lot of lessons come up this month of not going into fear and knowing that as a mom of two and a wife and a business owner and working, I'm working four to five days a week right now with my postpartum clients. Like There isn't actually a lot of time to freak out or obsess over a new couch or obsess over a new rug I need to buy. It's really like, what do I need? What can I do? And how can I do this with as much calm and grace and love as possible? Which sounds like a little bit cliche, but That's really been my practice because I'm the mom and I'm holding the container of my family. And moving is a big thing. It can be a very big stressor. It's up there with divorce and death, (laughs) which is the, the negative spin to it. And I really have been just trying to embrace it all as a great positive because it is a great positive. And obviously there are many unknowns, but I can't control the unknowns because they're unknowns, right? So what I can control is my attitude and my energy that I'm bringing to it. And I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. But so far, we've only had one fight throughout this whole thing, which I feel like is pretty incredible. Because going through escrow is a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing getting your interest rate done, shopping that around, doing all the financials like it's a big thing and i never really understood that people were like oh my god getting through escrow is such a fucking ordeal and i just never understood that i was like i don't really get that seems pretty easy to me and then now having gone through it 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 really is a big thing and i'm so grateful to my husband because he really took that on it's like a full-time job in and of itself so anyway i'm really grateful and i'm happy and i look forward to Connecting about all of this when we're in the new space and I've expanded into that space, and all that I look forward to bringing into my life with that space. I'm really looking forward to having more women's circles and people in and around my home and just like starting this new chapter. So, you know, eclipse season and Mercury retrograde can be really deep and devastating, and it also can bring so many new positive changes as well. So I just wanted to share that. But I also have been seeing within my girlfriends a lot of deep, deep stuff coming to the surface, whether they're going to have kids, whether they're going to get married, whether they're going to have families, like really getting into that age in that time of old held beliefs and then what is really being rocked and what is bringing question on a soul level. And yeah, it's been interesting to witness. The other thing I wanted to talk about is this idea of looking outside of ourselves, which I feel like within the wellness industry, it's so easy to do. And in LA, we're so lucky because we have so many resources. We have so many amazing healers and uh, cafes and amazing grocery stores and organic juice places. And there's so much bounty and knowledge and different things to use and buy and be inspired by. But the dark side of that is looking outside of ourselves because I really do think that we have so much potential to heal and the ability to heal just by taking better care of ourselves. And I really looked at that this month of um, something as simple as drinking more water which I really don't like to drink water and I have to trick myself into it every day. And I've been adding mint to my water. I've been adding lemon and lime to my water, which has really helped when I'm working, which I'm working a ton right now. That actually helps me drink more water because I take my huge glass uh, container and then I just keep track of the amount of water I'm drinking. But something as simple as that, like really helps your body. I mean, and sleep. I mean, that's the other thing of just turning your phone off, turning... TV off, having more mindful conversation, connection with your partner at night rather than just going into your kind of zone of shielding yourself from the day or just zoning out whatever that is for you Um, and just kind of being more mindful about our patterns and our habits um, can be so interesting and just lead to new pathways. So I've just... Also been really delving into that this month because I literally haven't had the time to go to the spa or get massages and do all the self-care that I would love to be doing. It's had to be more on a micro level each day. And just observing where I'm leaking my energy, you will know, pick up the phone to call someone and I'm like, wait, is this conversation actually going to give me more energy? And if it's not, then I'm not doing it because I just don't have it to give right now. I have no extra bandwidth at the moment. And all those little micro decisions and choices throughout the day really affect your energy. And so for me, that's a DIY self-care practice. And I, I brought this up in an Instagram Live a couple of weeks ago because I was tagged in someone's post about self-care And it was kind of using self-care as this negative thing. And I can't even remember exactly what it was, but something to the effect of like, I dare you to tell me to do more self-care. And the thought behind it from this woman, which I totally understand her point now from reading all the comments and and reading her description of her post was, you know, self-care has become this, term and it's very trendy right now and it can polarize some women especially women that feel like they don't have the money they don't have the resources they don't have the child care they don't have the energy to do self care such as massages spa facials mani pedis going to the gym going to the yoga class going to the pilates class all of these things that are kind of you know lauded and Talked about and viewed as so positive on Instagram, and all these like beautiful pictures of women doing those practices. And, you know, I think it can make us feel less than and jealous and resentful. And just that idea of looking outside of ourselves more and then just making us feel worse after viewing them or scrolling down. And so I really was kind of shocked by that at first. And then via all the comments, saw that a lot of women are feeling this way. And I just wanted to speak on that a little bit because I feel like the term self-care, like for me, that is self-love. And I actually did a podcast about that where it doesn't have to be looking outside of yourself. It doesn't have to be all those fancy things I just discussed. It really is, how can I breathe more in this moment? How can I set a boundary? How can I reserve my own energy? Uh, How can I do self Reiki? How can I go take a 10 minute nap if I really need to? How can I say to my partner, I really need you to cover this so I can go in the other room for 10 minutes so I don't lose my mind or I don't yell at the kids or I don't yell at you. You know, like those little things that uh, help refill our cup throughout the day. But a lot of women are feeling less than and like kind of pissed and, you know, especially if you are suffering from postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, or just depression, anxiety, or mental illness in general, it must feel horrible when you're sharing or you're suffering and someone goes, oh, well, you just need spa time. You just need to carve out that time. Like That I'm sure feels very flip and cliche and very frustrating. So I do get that. I totally get that. And I think also we just need to change our whole system. Like it doesn't have to be looking outside of ourselves to care for ourselves. And it actually does fall on us to create those systems throughout the day where we're not judged. Because, you know, also our ability to be judged by others stops or starts with us, right? So... Someone can be judging me. Someone can be commenting on Instagram. Someone can be saying, oh, wow, that's so great that you have time to go to the Korean spa, you know, you know, like in a very sarcastic tone or in a jealous tone. And, you know, I can either let that in or I can just kind of put up a boundary and send love to that person and not let it into my force field. So I do think there is a real self-discipline in doing that. And it takes time, but most of all, it takes the mindfulness around it and the acknowledgement that we actually do have so much power in what we do or do not let into our auric fields. And that falls on us, that falls on you, and that falls on me, it falls on each of us. So and I was actually talking to my husband last night, I think it was. You know, I am an introvert. I don't, I don't like to be on my phone a lot, I've really started limiting my time on Instagram. I'll post something, but I don't I don't really want to like respond to every comment. I don't want to respond to every DM. I love getting them. So please don't take this as, you know, uh, a negative comment or a negative judgment. It's not that. It's just I want to be living my life. I want to be with my kids. If I'm not with my kids, I want to be in a salty bath or I want to be doing yoga or I want to be meditating. I don't want to be using all my free time you know, talking with strangers. I mean, I do have amazing relationships to Instagram. I'm not negating any of that. But like, I just do not want to spend all my time on a phone. And, you know, I probably have a ton less followers than other people because of that. And, you know, honestly, I'm okay with that. I won't, I much would prefer to be present in my own life, living my life than on, you know, little cube pictures with strangers. And that's my choice. But I don't know how famous people do it. Like getting so many DMs, so many comments, either even like positive or negative and just feeling that need to respond to everyone. Like it's a huge time suck. It's a huge thing. And I just think, you know, we get so enwrapped in this kind of like altered universe and we're not really present in our own lives. So... If you're feeling like you're going down that spiral and you're comparing your life with other people's lives, you know that falls on you. It's not really... I mean, you can engage with other people and you can get feisty and you can get worked up. But maybe it's really because you're just not living your own life and you need to pull back and have some boundaries. Like set a timer. Notice how many minutes or hours a day you're spending on Instagram. How many hours a week are on Instagram. Or Facebook, and you know, take ownership of that because you know most of us are addicted to it in in some way or another. So um, I just offer that as a way to protect your own energy if you're feeling like it's leaking out. Like you have the control of that, and I do, of course, think it's really interesting and important to have conversations and. Uh, dialogue with other women, especially that have other thoughts and feelings than I do. Like I do think that's very important. And also like I'm just, I can't go down a rabbit hole of that every day. So I've just been really noticing in this time of my life where I don't have a lot of extra energy to give. I really have to be a lot more controlled about my social media time and controlling what I watch, controlling what I look at. Because my life is pretty awesome and to keep growing and keep doing and keep being me and the mom I want and the wife I want to be and the friend I want to be and just my own relationship with myself, it's really important to have my own time where I'm living my life and I'm not living it by posting it in photos and I'm not living it in people's likes of it or people's comments on it. I'm living it because it's my authentic life in this lifetime. Yeah, but I I really hope that we can kind of get through this thing where self-care is self-love, whatever that looks like for you. Because I do truly believe that as the women in our families, as the mothers, we are showing our daughters and our sons how to take care of themselves and mirroring us and Teaching them how important it is for mom to have time to herself, to refuel herself, to take care of her mind, to take care of her body, to take care of her marriage. All of those things are so important for our kids to see. And it starts with us. And it's not easy. I'm not saying this is easy. This is years and years of work that I've put in to getting to this point. But, you know, when we don't do it, we all suffer, I guess, is my main take home for this. So. If you need encouragement, please do DM me though, Mother the Mother. We all need that support. And so please do reach out if you need some bolstering. Um, That also actually leads me into the other topic I wanted to speak to is as my own journey as a mother evolves and changes and I age and I get into my next steps of my life, next chapters of my life, my work keeps expanding and changing as well. So now I'm still completely passionate about my postpartum work. And that is my true service work and soul work. Um, So I'll still be doing that. I'm really focusing on working with uh, one to two clients over the six weeks. So it's very specific. I really hold that container for the first 40 days of a woman's journey from maiden to mother our mother again, if she's expanding to two and three, four children. And also I am adding in motherhood coaching, which I'm so excited about because what I've found over the years is that my clients come back to me at six months, at a year, at two years, at three years and say, I wish I could hire you as my doula. Like Now I don't know where to go from here. I've kind of come out of the haze of newborn life, of baby life, I want to get back into a career or I want to leave my career and be at home but still have interests. And so it's kind of organically been happening. But now I'm really putting and announcing out to the world that I am a motherhood coach and I'm taking on clients. And we can do it over Zoom. If you're in LA, we can meet in person as well. Um, But now that we all have Zoom, it's amazing because we're all So busy and driving across town takes time. So, especially if you're a mama, we can have a session, a coaching session while baby's napping. Or if you have childcare, you know, we can fit an hour in. Um, So, I just wanted to put that out there for any of you moms. If you live in LA or beyond, I'm now open for business and I've been doing it, but now I'm really putting it out there to the masses. So, You can always reach me at McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N at motherthemother.com if you're interested in knowing more about how we could work together because we all need support no matter where on our journey as mothers we fall. We all need support. We all need guidance. We all need that up leveling. So I'm here to facilitate and help you do that. And um, I think that's all I wanted to share right now please always feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me topics you would like to hear discussed. If there are stories you feel called to share or healers in your world that have really helped you, I'm always open ears for new topics, meeting new people, having new discussions because we're all in this together. We're all learning how to live in this world as women, as mothers. Right now, in time where there's so much upheaval, there is a lot of darkness going on, and there also is a lot of light going on. So, I'm not scared to have the dark discussions, I'm not scared to look at the underbelly. I think it's really important, and also to stay positive, to keep our energy up so that we can. Be the light bearers for all of those around us, and we can be here for the joy. We can enjoy our lives. We can enjoy our kids, because that's what it's all about. So sending love out to all of you. I so appreciate you being here for listening, for subscribing, for sharing, for being part of the conversation. I just feel so so grateful, Jema. Jema, G- Jema G- 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 G-